Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jessica. Harvey, I understand wanting to make a statement, but you rush into this. The only statement you're making is that you're not ready. I can't believe this. My first act is managing partner, and you're cutting my legs out from under me. I'm not cutting anything out. I'm trying to help you. You can't give out name partner like it's Halloween candy. That doesn't sound like help. That sounds like I'm a child who Harvey, can't figure out. you do this? What's going to happen the next time you want to bring someone over? I'll tell you what happens. You're going to get rolled because you haven't thought this through. You know what I think? I think this has nothing to do with my decision. You're pissed I'm dumping your client for a better one. No, Harvey. That's something you'd be pissed about because you've never been able to look at the big picture. Well, how's this for big picture? I think you want it both ways. And what the hell is that supposed to mean? It means you want to live here and keep your name on my wall because you're not ready to let go of my firm. Well, if that's how you really feel, then take my name off your goddamn wall and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Season 7, Episode 2 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about the statue, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back here with the guy who knows more than one way to stuff a cat. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, this is the second time I think someone has tried to eat a ham sandwich in peace and they just ruined it. <laughs> Did you notice? Like Gretchen's who trying to ruin a ham sandwich. Who else tried to eat a ham sandwich? Oh, they, um, they were going to indict a John ham sandwich? Yeah, yeah. No, John Cahill was trying to eat a sandwich. He's like, bro, no, you're not going to, not on my watch. Is this and a this thing? Time, Are we on ham I, sandwich watch? I think so. I think I am now. But yeah, trying to eat a ham sandwich while um, Lewis is describing sticking his his fist mm-hmm. to a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ruined Gretchen's appetite. This was fun. Yes. All right, so here we are, and we're ready to talk about a lot of different stuff going on, including uh, potentially a new partner here at uh, PSL, not to mention uh, we thought Donna was going to be a senior partner. She's not. She's going to be the chief operating officer, potentially, pending a vote. Jessica stopped by. Yeah, Jessica stopped by. I thought PSL was going to be Paulson Specter lit soon. You know, mm. like it was really looking at it. I thought like, oh, now we don't have to change the name. Yeah, keep yes, the P. Jessica's back. Jessica was it. was back. Yeah, well, she, she yeah back. she was back. See, yeah, there it is. Yeah, she she came back, and uh, guess who's back? Back again. It's mm-hmm. Jessica. You know, tell your friends. Yeah. So, uh, but she's only here for a good like a good time, not a long time. She's here to yell at Harvey and then convince him that you know. You still have to prove that this is your law firm now. Like you have to get rid of the old and move into the new. And she gives him permission permission to take her name off the door too. And I, I don't think he is, but you know, she gives him a blessing. You know, let's get some closure here for Jessica and PSL. Yeah, I don't know what the financial arrangement here is. Uh, if Jessica is still like a financial participant in the business of uh, Pearson Specter Lit, like you have to imagine she she's still like making the money, right? 
they're using her name, you know, I would think that she's still getting some type of residual income off of this. Like she didn't just like, all right, I'm done being a lawyer and I yeah. leave my name I on mean, the door, use my name, my reputation, but don't pay me. Very charitable for her to say, hey, I'm walking away from my millions and millions of dollars of interest in this company. Right. So I can go do the same thing again, actually, in Chicago. Like she's just moving to a different city to go and build a law firm there, probably with Jeff Malone. And so, yeah. It would be weird, but they still are calling her, trying to f- get her advice on stuff. Like, hey, she still has a vote. To- yeah, she's she has a vote as long as she's still inside of the. I guess she's on the paperwork. You know, um, they haven't done anything to rectify the paperwork. She just left, and I don't think they've had time to focus on the fact that Jessica's no longer there and what the actual legal implications of that is. You know, for them to all be lawyers, they're like, yeah, Jessica quit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there like any type of documentation that needs to be moved over? They didn't even know who the managing partner was going to be until Harvey ordained himself managing partner, pretty much. So, yeah, Jessica's got to be getting something out of this because why is she allowing this to continue? Why why is she on call still for whenever they need her? I thought this was going to be a whole ass flashback episode when we flash back to 13 years ago when Jessica was showing Harvey about how... We got to take goddamn Gordon Schmidt and Van Dyke off the wall. Yeah. Got to make a like, show of it. But we just got them Topple out. Why, their why are you doing this? No, yeah. Jessica says, hey, we don't put them on the wall. We take them off the wall because now I'm in charge. And y'all need to know who the queen is. And people need to see that grand display of, I got this now. The company that you knew it is gone. Yeah. But also... Isn't this the same woman that called it Pearson Hardman for years and years after Daniel Hardman was forced out? We didn't even clock it, really, or we didn't say anything about it, but she also was calling it Pearson Spectre, despite Lewis being a name <laughs> partner. Like, she she never changed up. I, I think she said PSL maybe three times mm-hmm. in the course of four episodes. So, yeah, she doesn't like to let the old things go when the old things involve her on top. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, adding extra people, taking Daniel Hardman's name out. I guess she just wanted people to see that you see whose name is first, right? Yeah, it's Pearson Hardman, despite Daniel not being here. Okay, well, I uh, we have uh, the introduction of uh, Dule Hill, as uh, Jessica Frey called him in our feedback. The king of USA is here. And uh, this is Harvey's old friend of 15 years, uh, first appearance here on Suits. And we see that he has a connection to Pfizer and is going to be able to potentially bring them on as a client. But he wants to be named partner. Yeah, because they're going to have to drop Jessica's client to get Dulé Hill's character. So Dulé Hill plays Alex Williams. Um, and like you said, he has a connection to Pfizer. Dulé Hill would be, you know, considered one of the kings of USA Network probably because of the roles that he played in um, like this and Psych. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the drama with him uh, as a detective or part of a t- detective duo. I love Dulé Hill. It was very happy to see him here. But you know, in Psych, he was a pharmaceutical salesman. And so I wonder if they're trying to do a little like synergy between that and the fact that he has this connection to Pfizer. Um, But when they go to get Alex Williams, Harvey goes and says, hey, you're my friend. I want to offer you a job because it'd be nice to have you. But also that Pfizer client, that looks really good. Dulé says, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, whatever. But 
I really want to be name partner because if I stay here, I'll be name partner. And um, you obviously need me. So I would like to be name partner where you're going to take me. Uh, we later find out on that that was a lie. But yeah, it does look like by the end of this, Alex Williams or Dulé Hill is going to be a recurring character here on Suits. I'm, I'm excited about this. Okay, well, uh, it'll be fun to have, what now, a 18th person working at PSL. So that's uh, that'll be nice. Um, so Harvey is going to tell uh, Lewis and Donna about this potential new hire. And they're kind of not super for it, but they don't really say anything in the meeting. And instead, <laughs> Lewis goes to Gretchen and he's like, we need to find, this is Suits, we need to find out all the dirt we can about this guy so that we can uh, get him to not be the name partner. And then uh, that'll that'll be the only way to do it. And uh, Gretchen says, no, Lewis, stop it. We're not doing that. Uh, just go steal Pfizer. Yeah, you you that you that good, right? Go steal Pfizer, and then you don't have to worry about Alex coming in because Lewis is very threatened by the presence of Alex. He actually does speak up in that meeting, but Harvey Harvey asked Lewis a question, and regardless of Lewis's answer, he was going to yell at him and make him think whatever Harvey wanted him to think, right? So he says, "I like, Lewis, I'm thinking about bringing in a new a new name partner. Now, hear me out." And Lewis says, "That's stupid." He's like, "No." No, seriously, I'm going to bring him in, and uh, I don't think it's stupid at all. And Lewis says, that's dumb. I don't agree. He's like, I don't care if you agree, because it's happening. It's like, then why did you ask him his opinion? Meanwhile, Donna's like, Harvey, Harvey, listen to me, Harvey. And he's like, Donna, you agree with me, right? Okay, bye. Bye, Lewis. We're not <laughs> arguing about this. So, yeah, she could have asserted herself in the meeting, but I think she's so used to being, uh, you know, somebody who Harvey commands around, you know, as he is her boss. Mm -hmm. um, that And, you know, he comes from a different, you know, there's a, there's a power dynamic difference right here. So she's so used to kind of like being like, okay, well, I'll be quiet and defer to Harvey. But in this moment, she's like, no, I had something to say. I just... I just didn't say it. I didn't get the words in. So Harvey's like, well, next time I said at the goddamn meeting. I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah, Lewis is uh, very much jealous of the idea of Alex Williams because him and Harvey have been friends for a very long time. And yep. Lewis, you know, thinks that he and Harvey have been friends, even though I've gone on record on him to say they are not friends. That is not the truth. That is not a true statement. Your friends don't treat you like this. Um, vice versa. Uh, and so, yeah, he's like, well, now that Harvey's bringing in this new this new guy trying to make him name partner, now they're trying to be friends again, I'm going to be the odd man out, and he doesn't like that. So we were talking in the last episode also about that Lewis needs to be in therapy. Uh, Lewis yes. is with his therapist, Dr. Lipschitz, uh, that we end up uh, probably the same person that he was talking to way back when, because he cites that he has been in therapy for seven years, uh, that we talked about like uh, that Lewis needed closure from Tara. I'm happy that we're actually not seeing Tara and we're just talking what? about Tara in therapy. Do you think we're never going to see Tara again? I kind of think we're never going to see Tara again. What? Because then we don't have to pay the actress to get her back here. So What if we meet the baby? What if we meet the baby maybe uh, at some point down the road? But Lewis is talking about how he's been in therapy for seven years. And then the therapist reminds Lewis of his idol, Tony Randall, who fathered a baby at 77 years old. Yeah. And Lewis says, wait, you mean to tell me I can still have kids? Mm -hmm. Like still? And the psych the the therapist is like, Lewis, yes. Yeah. Are you dumb? Well, Lewis like, is like talking about like, yeah, my clock is ticking. And right. I, I feel like that I don't know if anybody explained this to Lewis. He's about to put the men in menopause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So um 
we uh, end up with going back and forth with Lewis's therapist uh, that he ends up having a breakthrough with the therapist that uh, it's really about not so much this new person, but his friendship to Harvey is important, Chappelle. He doesn't want to lose his friendship with Harvey. That's what this is all about. He doesn't want to lose him. You know, he's been fighting. And I will say this, as much as I think that Lewis, I've been saying Lewis needs therapy. Obviously, I was wrong. He is in therapy. Lewis needs medication. <laughs> Does he need a new Lewis therapist, like you've said, for Harvey? Well, Dr. Lipschitz, the only Dr. Lipschitz I know is a famous baby doctor that like wrote children's, uh, you know, like how to mm -hmm. how to raise a child books, you know. And so um, this guy's probably and in Lewis the wrong is a field. child. Yeah, Lewis is a child. But Lewis, I think, needs medication. I think at this point, it's time to shoot him up, you know, like, you know, give him. I, I just think that he needs something to correct an imbalance because the way he reacts is very, 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 like very just like fiery to everything you know he goes from zero to 100 and i'm not a doctor obviously this guy who is on tv is a doctor and he's saying that lewis is fine he just needs therapy and so okay fine but i would i would be a lot more comfortable if, if lewis was sedated um but yeah he says um this is going to be similar to when LeBron James joined the Miami Heat and then he and Dwayne Wade had to team up with Chris Bosh and then they won back-to-back mm -hmm. -back Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> so it's going to be just like that. Just like that, you know? So he just felt like he should be worried that the team was going to have less room for him and more room for Alex. Um, but Alex is not going to be named partner. Harvey shut it down. Um, Harvey ends up uh, shutting it down. Uh, Lewis, uh, before he has the breakthrough, throws the bylaws in Harvey's face and says, you need Jessica on board. She's one of the votes. Uh, Harvey ends up going to go visit Jessica. And she basically like chides him of like, uh, you can't give away name partner like you're giving candy to kids. She's not wrong. You know, she loves Harvey. Harvey was like her her, her number two. She, um, Harvey compares the relationship that she had with Harvey to the relationship that he has with Mike Ross. So Harvey wanted to be named partner bad. And we saw the flashbacks. We saw the other episodes where Harvey uh, Jessica kept saying, Harvey is not ready. He's just not ready. He's just not ready. Mm -hmm. So even she knew the value of not just giving name partner to anybody. But Harvey is like, but it's my friend and I want to make a big impact. Mm -hmm. People need to know I'm in charge. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. you know. Well, and it's also the other thing is with uh, Katrina, there's a moment where uh, that her and Donna have a moment where uh, Donna's like, oh, you haven't heard? I'm going to be uh, the new senior partner. And Katrina, she's not like a total, she's not an a-hole about it. She's like, no, no, you deserve it. Like, you really do. But then she kind of like walks away and we kind of like see her face as she's walking away. I'm like, oh, maybe Katrina's not too happy about this. Uh, and Katrina does ask Harvey, she's like, you know, does making a partner around here still mean as much as it used to? And Harvey's like, uh, yeah, I can't make, can't make Donna a partner. I can't make Donna a partner. Can't do no, it. This is absurd. Mm -hmm. And I and I said this in the last episode. I was like, if I'm Katrina, I'm flipping tables. Yeah. Because Katrina, the whole thing was that she wanted to be taken seriously. She wanted a job. She 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 left uh, Pierce Inspector Lit. They treated her wrong on the way out. She went to Robert Zane. She was living life there. She's like, okay, I might be on track to to get far. But when she agreed to come over. She was hoping that there was a track to be senior partner one day. And now Donna just says, I'm tired of being a secretary. Make me the boss. And, and, and Harvey's like, well, we are friends. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I might do you a solid. So she says, okay, look, Donna deserves more money. That is a fact. But also, senior partner is supposed to be reserved for lawyers. She's not a lawyer. It makes sense. So right. It makes sense to not give her a senior partner. Like, I give her a raise. Give her a new position. But don't give her that position. That's dumb. Mm -hmm. um, but... Harvey's like, oh, okay, you're right. You know, Jessica yeah. kind of gave him his blessing to 
to make the moves that he needs to make. And um, yeah, and to be upfront about him. You know, he was going all behind Jessica's back and trying to get rid of her client, her client or whatever. Um and and Harvey didn't have to do this. Just stand on stand stand on your two, on your two feet mm-hmm. and say, "I'm doing this." Call Jessica, be normal, and then don't give Donna stuff just because she asked for it. You yeah. know. And then ultimately, you know, Harvey realizes by the end of the episode, he pulls the offer from Alex. Alex still comes and works with him. That he pulls the partner offer from Donna, uh, makes her COO. She's like, "I never thought you were going to make me partner to begin with." And sometimes people are just asking for stuff. Yeah, she said, "I asked." And just to see what would happen, because then I could say, well, duh, if you don't want to give me a senior partner, I could ask you for a mm-hmm. COO. Uh, but Harvey had been just really fighting with this idea for like three days. And Donna just put all that guilt and stuff on his back and just stressed him out to where all he could do was turn to his therapist girlfriend, I'm sorry, uh, Boothang, uh, for help. Because she's like, hey, Harvey, make this really, really hard decision and our friendship's on the line. And then when he says, Donna, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, really, Harvey? Really? You're just going to do this to me? And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Donna, I can't make you see your partner. He's about to cry. And she goes, yeah, I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Bruh. Psych. Donna, you should just say what you want it. Yeah. No, that's a different show. It does. Dulé Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Just say what you want, Donna. What do you think about Harvey and uh, his therapist, Boo Thing, as uh, you put it, uh, Dr. Agard? Um they end up, we see them in bed, so I'll update the spreadsheet. Uh, update the spreadsheet. <laughs> we got a hookup. All right. Yeah. And that he ends up like calling her and canceling dinner. But the nice thing about dating your therapist is like you get free therapy. That's why he's in this. He mm-hmm. just wants to talk to a therapist. Because sometimes she, it's but, hard to schedule the therapist. Yeah. When you yeah, date your I therapist, mean, I mean, they're available 24 7. Yeah, and they don't and tell you, I'm sorry, is- I think we're running out of time. Right. And that's why this is weird. This is weird. You're not supposed to have this kind of access to somebody like this. Like when they're a, a medical professional, they're supposed to, like, it's not like you have a doctor living at your house, right? Like, I was like, okay, you can take a look at my my wound. Um, but if he just randomly mm-hmm. starts doing surgery on you in the middle, like, you're like, hey, like, it's two in the morning. Wake up, honey. I need surgery. Like, go to the hospital. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 like, leave me alone. So mm-hmm. this is weird. You know, um, she ends up calling. They end up having to reschedule their dinner. And she's like, yeah, you don't, you know, I know that you need therapy and whatever, but you can talk to me about it. And Harvey's like, isn't that, that's, I thought you were concerned about that. She's like, yeah, but. Now I know that you really want to talk to me. Just talk to me, talk to me for the right reasons. You're not talking to me as a therapist. So as your girlfriend, I'll be your therapist. I was like, okay, Dr. Agard, really? Really? And then he doesn't even tell her. Harvey is so inept at communication that this woman says, Harvey, tell me everything. You called me to tell me stuff. You Mm -hmm. thought I was going to say no. I'm saying, here I am. Just tell me everything. And Harvey says, you know, actually talking to you made me realize I think I got it. I think mm-hmm. I got it myself. I don't need you. Yeah. She's like, oh, Harvey, you're so good. I was like, Bro, get this relationship sucks. I want it done. I'm done with it. I'm over it. <laughs> there was a point, in, I think it was in this episode where she's like, you know, that our whole relationship was based on like uh, you talking about yourself. And uh, he's like, oh, I knew that there was a reason why I loved our conversation so much. And she's like, oh, Harvey, <laughs> ma'am, grow up. Dog, y'all are 40 years old. 
<laughs> like okay, Doctor Agar, that was a knee slapper. She was like, "Oh, you, you like, like yeah, you like somebody? You left. You I haven't, I, I haven't heard from you in a year, and you came back. Yeah, it's weird to us too, Doctor Agard. Right? She's like, <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, Harvey, you're so yeah. cute. She's unprofessional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. And so if she hasn't heard from Harvey in a year, um, so I know that like anytime we look at the timeline, do it doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up. So yeah, when was that? When did, were we last seeing Dr. Agard? Uh, was the, the end of season five? The I end believe? of season five was no. Cause I think it was, he was, it was probably like the mid, the mid season of season five, because I, I think yeah. that it wasn't like when, cause it was like right before Mike got arrested. Yeah, so Donna leaves at the beginning of season five, right? And yeah. so Harvey's immediately and we're dealing with all that throughout season five, right? Right. And then so by, if I had by to guess, season Donna comes back. Yeah, it, it's around the time when my like right when Mike got arrested was the last time that we saw Doctor Agard. So mid season finale of, yeah. of season five. So are we yeah. to believe it's been about a year since Mike got arrested? Probably because well, how Mike long did it take proposed. for Mike to get arrested to go to jail? Because we know he went to jail for what? Roughly nine days. Nine days, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's been six months. Maybe it's you know. Well, they planned. The, I mean, okay. So maybe she meant like in a year, like last calendar year. Like mm-hmm. I heard from you. <laughs> yeah. In 20, okay. Twenty sixteen. It's twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Well, this episode is. uh from July 19th, 2017. Let's talk about Mike. Uh, we haven't talked about his storyline here in this episode. So he's doing one of the pro bono cases and he is meeting with this guy and uh, that his wife sadly passed, I guess, in a car accident. The insurance company doesn't want to pay the claim because they said that she was insured as a non-smoker. They went on her Facebook page. They found the picture of her smoking a cigarette. I feel like that we've uh, like been down this road before also, too, with an insurance company going on Facebook and finding a picture of somebody smoking in another case. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, Mike is uh, dealing with, he's going to deal with the opposing counsel, Mr. Ackerman. And Ackerman mm-hmm. is kind of a hard ass uh, that we don't, uh, we don't get his first name. He's just Ackerman. And Ackerman, first case back, he's like, uh, your honor, did you happen <laughs> to know uh, about Mike Ross? Uh, big fraud. Big fraud. <laughs> And the judge goes, what? Tell me what? more. Say, say what? more things. How, only you, when this was, was happening, everybody was talking about it. Like, what? I've never heard of this. Yeah. Pierce Inspector Lit. There was a fraud. Really? How come I missed this? How did I? Where was I at? Was I under a rock? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, judge, it was crazy. And the judge says, well, that's going to suck when that comes up in front of a jury. See you at court. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. well, damn. You know, yeah. um, and that and that does kind of outline one of the issues that Rachel has already tackled. Right. The idea that when I, when it's time for me to be a lawyer, people aren't going to take me seriously because of Mike. They're going to say, oh, you mm-hmm. were married to a fraud. So you must be your honor. Supportive. Do you know she's married to a fraud? What? Right. And she had to have known. So is she even credible? You mm-hmm. know, and so we saw that from Rachel's point of view, but we never talked about that from Mike's point of view is that, yeah, when you get out of jail, if for some <laughs> reason you do become a lawyer again, People are going to remember that you were once right. a fraud and not want to work with you. And if they do, the other the opposing counsel would be crazy 
would be crazy not to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're nuts. Even in this story, yeah. the 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 guy whose um whose son died, or I'm sorry, is this, no, I'm sorry, the guy whose uh wife was it wife died? She was a smoker. Yeah, yeah. His the the guy whose wife died. She's like, man, you know, this is gonna look bad in front of the jury because they're gonna think she lied on the application, and then we got a lying ass lawyer to do our work for mm-hmm. her. Like, bruh, why didn't you tell me this? And Mike's like. I mean, because I, I didn't think to. it was going to come up. I got to be honest. Right. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Nobody knew. Your Honor, this man, uh, this man is a fraud. No objection, Your Honor. I was a fraud. It's like, well, when you put it like that, I'm a real lawyer now. Right. It's like, but you still got fraud tendencies, and so we'd have to look at this mm-hmm. and say, is this person just a scammer as well? And so this man who scammed the insurance company got a scam of a doctor, I mean, of a lawyer to come do its bidding? Probably. And so, yeah, any jury would question that. Um, But Mike does end up getting the better of Ackerman eventually. Yeah, eventually. He wants Rachel to end up taking over the case for him. Harvey says no. He tells Mike, stop apologizing. And uh, because ultimately, Mike's going to have to deal with this every single case he ever does. Harvey suggests get a reporter to write a story about how he's a hero fighting for redemption. So Mike and Rachel, they don't necessarily want to do that. They go back and find uh, Ms. Cromwell, uh, who is Mm. no longer a uh, spy for hire. Now uh, she's back to uh, a headhunter, as she puts it, not how you put it. uh, No, that's how you put it. (laughs) Way back. That's how you just put it. No. She, she, is back on her old BS, you know. <laughs> she's Ms. not. Cromwell, she's changed. No, she's not doing espionage anymore. But I think she's back in the saddle, if you know what I mean. Okay. I mean, she, she seems she, to sit in the same place at. Uh, like, I don't know how she it. hasn't gotten busted. You uh, bet she does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you bet she did. Yeah. Um, but they're gonna. She, I guess, she has dirt on like all these different corporations, and so Mike is going to get dirt from the uh, on the company and goes back to Cromwell and says, "Hey, you're gonna like uh, give us what we want, and you're gonna have an admission of guilt or else." And he's like, "We well, are yeah. never gonna do that." Mike paid fifty thousand dollars for that information. Fifty thousand dollars. 50,000, like mm-hmm. it was nothing. Like, okay, we got to get this information. Let me just drop 50K. How much did Mike Ross get from Harvey, Rob? We How said much? one to two million. Dear God, he's blown through it already. Mm-hmm. Well, this God. is, you know, good PR is priceless. And that's what's ultimately going to come out of this because uh, Harvey, or I'm sorry, Mike is going to say like, hey, a reporter is going to contact you and you tell them that, yeah, Mike Ross is a fraud, but he's the best damn fraud I ever went up against in court. I hope I never run into him again. Yeah, this is the parallel to the Rachel storyline when Rachel was in mock court and that girl tried to play her and she said, ah, Nah, you gotta, you gotta, Jessica said, you gotta put the fear of God into these people so they'll leave you alone. And so Rachel comes back and she makes that girl read that, uh, that statement and say, you know what? I, I, I rumbled with Rachel Zane and I, and I got it, my ass handed to me. You know, when you mess with Rachel Zane, you go in the grinder. You know, like she said that. And now all the people in the co- in class were like, oh shit, that's Rachel Zane's yeah, son. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. And so now this is kind of similar. Like, man, did you hear about Mike Ross? I heard he was a fraud. Yeah, but you don't want to F with that guy. He's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, bro, I, I went up against that fraud and I lost. Now I'm worse than a fraud lawyer, bro. He didn't even go to law school and he's cooking people up. The streets is now talking about Mike Ross. So the damage is done. And Harvey was right. He said 
do a redemption story. And what better way to redeem yourself than to winning a case like this pro bono? Yeah. And so he's going to win the case, but then also he's going to meet with uh, a writer from the Times. And uh, then he wants to talk to Mike and Rachel, but Rachel's like, eh, you know, you take this one solo. Can I, can you please separate yourself from me? Cause I don't want yeah. this fraud thing to keep coming up. Like, I don't get me wrong. I think we, we're, we're putting it at bay, but I'm yeah. going to have to keep hearing about it. If people yes. know that, you know, yeah. we're working together and, 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 and also law, law, lawyering together. See, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Y'all are engaged and y'all are lawyers at the yeah. same place. And this man is a fraud. Rachel, are you a fraud? And can I just like really commend, uh, Rachel here in this scene? Because yeah. I mean, the acting from yeah. Meghan Markle here, uh, in this scene, uh, she that she's saying she's that a reporter is coming up and she is able to go there as a character and say, you know what? I don't want to be interviewed. Yeah, I'm good. I blown away uh, yeah. that she that she was able to to go there as an actress. Uh, I thought it was amazing. Uh, only as an actress, you mm -hmm. know, just as an actress. And no, as, I do not a, want to do an interview. I do, I'm good. I don't want to talk about my life. Talk to him. Leave mm -hmm. me alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the range of this woman. Uh, but yeah, David Gruen from the, the New York Times comes and he's like, Mike, let me interview you. And Mike says, okay, well, you can interview me in my office, but we got to start in the bullpen. That's where the magic started. You know, that's that's, that's where, where I really started. Where I cut my teeth out here in the mean streets of New York City. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mike has a flair for the dramatics, right? Like this is... Is this a televised interview or something like that? Like, why does it matter where you do the interview? I don't know, mm -hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Mike, Mike's a showman. He gets it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's going to make this interesting story probably very boring. Like, I mean, oh, if you yeah. started with like the briefcase full of the weed, now we got something. Do you think he's going to start with no, the briefcase? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Damn it. But that's the good stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. So he was a he was a, a low life drug dealer working because he Trump. can't implicate Harvey in the story. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what is the story? Like, I just showed up one day with an application, and then Pierce Inspector, like, I hacked the computer system. Pierce Inspector Lee mm -hmm. was none the wiser. Like, there. How'd you get in? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when we'll ever get to read the story, but yeah, yeah, that's how honest is he going to be about this story? Like, okay, so the first things first, mm -hmm. I saw Harvey and I said, Harvey, I'm about to do something illegal. And he said, bet, mm -hmm. you know, and that led us to where we are today. Yeah. Like, Mike what Ross else can go history. wrong? I mean, the last time there was an article about Mike Ross in the newspaper talking about the whiz kid from Harvard, nothing else went wrong. Yeah, nothing went wrong, even though everyone told them, you know, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. If you it only started like the chain reaction of dominoes that ended up with Mike Ross in jail. But it's not about the journey. It's about where you end off, you know? And so look at us. Mike Ross is now running the, the this pro bono thing. He's like helping out the clinic. Harvey is a name partner. Jessica's out living her best life with Jeff Malone, apparently. Harvey's dating a therapist, so he has all the access to therapy. Lewis is a name partner. These people have it all and more, and all it took was Mike Ross going to jail. I'd say that article is what really made them what they are today. Chappelle, who gets the Liddy here for season seven, episode two? Is I don't want to give it to Rachel. Rachel. For what? She, she's just, 
I just really, I just really don't think we're giving her enough credit for not being the like the sad version of Rachel that she was for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, like this Rachel, we have not said stand up yet. She's fine. Yeah, this lady's fine. And I, and I'm just, I like, I, what, do we have a most improved Liddy? Mm-hmm. Is there something like I could give her some type of a, a nod? Yeah, like she got the nomination, but she just didn't win. Like, damn, give her her flowers. I mean, like for real, we spent so much time yelling about Rachel Zane, and for her to just be like. Nah, Mike, you handle this. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Woo, loved it. Yeah. Stay out of it. <sighs> All right. I mean, Harvey does come out on the other side of this. He makes a lot, he takes a lot of L's. He makes a lot of errors, uh, but he does come through where Jessica has like some confidence in him being the managing partner by the end of this. Yeah. I mean, that, it wasn't a great episode for Harvey. You know, like I said, he took some bumps mm-hmm. and bruises here and there. Um, Mike is also a really big winner. I mean, he did. Save the day. Yeah, I kind of feel like... Mike. It's kind of boring, though. Yeah. I might go Mike more than Rachel, but... Okay. No, let's do it. Mike Ross. I mean, look, hey, we, he might have paid $50,000 for this, but his name is basically getting yeah. cleared. You know, like, don't get me wrong. Everybody knows he's a fraud. He's got to get that monkey off not, his back. Right. Like, everybody knows he's a fraud, but he's yeah. not a fraud that you F with. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, there was a mention of uh, Superman as George Reeves. That got uh, mm-hmm. was was mentioned, uh, and then we talked about the Miami Heat and Tony Randall. Yeah, I don't know anything about Tony Randall. Yeah, uh, he was in the Odd Couple. That's the one thing I know about him. Oh, okay, I know exactly which one you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. That, the moment you said, it, I was like, okay, boom, he's the other one. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he fathered a child when he was 77. Uh, yeah, it looks like his child, uh, he has two kids actually. So I don't know if he first fathered a child at 77 or if that mm-hmm. was his last kid, but yeah. Um, uh, RIP Tony Randall. He became a father for the first time. Uh, when his wife, how old do you think his uh, wife was? Uh, when she gave birth? Yeah. No clue. Uh, she for 77 um, year old Tony Randall, 77 year old Tony Randall. Maybe like 25. It's 26. Woo! Very good. Very good. Lewis, you know mm-hmm. what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So there you go. Uh, Tony Randall. All right. Chappelle, let's take some listener feedback. Okay? Um, okay. So I mentioned Jessica Frey wrote in to say the king has arrived. The king of USA, Dulé Hill, is here. Um, David Schwartz. Uh, speaking of Dulé Hill's character, Alex, do you think that Pfizer uh, would be a part of the Suits universe? It's wild to think they used a real company, and it's such a well-known one at this point. Well, we had, what, Samsung earlier on? We did. This is not the first big company that we've had, but yes, Pfizer getting called out by name. I think maybe they had the contract still from when they were using Psych. I don't think Dulé worked for um, for Pfizer at the time, but I'm pretty sure they might have name dropped it within the, the series for, uh, you know, the whole series run. So maybe USA just had some good, good, uh, energy with you know with Pfizer and they were they mm-hmm. were allowing them to use the name as promotion or something like that. Um did you ever watch Psych? No. No. No, I never saw it. Yeah. It's 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 really entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. And it has honestly Psych has a lot of references too. Um that was one of the things that was like a parallel between these two shows aside from obviously the intersection here with um with Alex being Dulé Hill. But um in Psych there was a lot of just like 
uh, what is his name? Sean and Burton Guster. They're like going back and forth, you know, finishing each other's quotes and all that stuff. So it, it'd be something that you'd be yeah. entertained in. So Psych uh, airs on USA and does it predate Suits? Uh, so yeah, it starts uh, 2006 is uh, the start of Psych ends 2014. So yeah, this mm-hmm. was pretty smart of uh, to bring in one of the stars of Psych to help uh, shore up Suits. Yeah, and Psych was a massive hit. Like, uh, I think it had eight seasons. And so, it's, and I think, it, like I said, it has a lot of the same energy as Psych because Psych is very wacky, but it is very much so like it's, it's wacky, it's smart. And then they also have like the pop culture part of it where every time they're naming an actor, there's a lot of impersonations going on, a lot of movie quotes. And it's very, it's very light. And so they add a lot of the light feelings from Psych into some of the more serious legal procedures here. And uh, that's how we get what, what is probably the success of Suits because I think these later seasons haven't been as strong, but they've moved away from a lot of the references and things that kept the show light. Mm-hmm. All right. So from Patty, she says, casting note, the addition of Dulé Hill to the cast of Suits is so exciting. Not only as the star of another USA Network's major hit, Psych, he's also one of the best professional tappers out there. Original Broadway cast of Bring in the Noise, Bring in the Funk. He was also the cast favorite of NBC's The West Wing as Charlie. Uh, he's also the major contributor to the F-bomb count in season seven. Yeah, yeah. Now that Dulé's here, they're about to start dropping them f bombs. Uh, I've seen, I've seen Dulé Hill tap dance before. I think he was, uh, he used to tap dance with Savion Glover, mm-hmm. and I've seen them on television do like, you know, tap. But uh, yeah, Dulé's fun. He's he's a great guy. He's, he seems very funny. Uh, I don't know. Like I know you've watched The West Wing. Was he I, a big character? So I there? watched the first couple of seasons of mm. uh, The West Wing, and so um, I'm trying to remember exactly. Um, so he's in the White House, uh, and he's like, uh, you know, he's like a young uh, man. Uh, Charlie uh, is his name. And then he starts Charlie to, Young. Yeah. And, and I think that he I, I forget what, like, I don't know if his if his parents work in some in something, but he's like he's around a lot. And then he starts dating President Bartlett's daughter. Ooh, okay. Dulé. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other people might know Dulé from Holes, the movie with Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a it was a, it was a book I read in like as a child and then it became a movie but he was in that movie too so yeah Dula is a big name man I'm excited to see it I was wondering what they were going to do when they started to write off Jessica if they were going to bring any you know heavy hitters or any star power to the show because I think losing Jessica does leave a void in the show mm-hmm. alright then one other piece of feedback this comes to us from Angela Taylor who says, I'm not familiar with all the laws of New Toronto, York, but a quick Google search indicates that a non-attorney, Donna, can't be partner of a law firm in New York. But I guess why would PSL worry about things like breaking the law now? Right. That was the first question. Like Donna's like, I, I want to be partner. And Harvey should have said, well, that's illegal. I'm a lawyer, so I know that. But instead, she says, he says, okay, uh, Donna, uh, let me think about it. Uh, is there any way I can break the rules and make you a senior partner without being a lawyer? Like Katrina literally has to come and heavily hit, you know, like what kind of precedent are y'all trying to set mm-hmm. here where you just start illegally making people senior partners in New York? And, you know, like that doesn't look great. Harvey's like, you know what, Katrina, you're right. Maybe I should shut that down. Shut yeah, it down. really? Had he had Katrina not shut it down, I think Donna would be a senior partner and mm-hmm. uh, they would be uh, out of compliance. 
Okay. All right, Chappelle, anything else from season seven, episode two? Rob, I saw that we got a new review on oh. suitspodcast.com. What does Five it say? stars says, totes, enjoy your vibe. I'm an RHAP listener who mostly listens to Survivor content. I'm really stoked Rob and Chappelle are doing this as y'all are one of my favorite podcast duos. Looking forward to other spinoffs y'all do from my dusty books. Okay. Thank you, my dusty books. Yeah, I appreciate I the feedback uh, of late as well. All right. I, look, this was not a psych push. It, it felt like it, but <laughs> it this was like not it. a push to do daily psych. Look, I, look, we might not do daily psych, but I'm thinking three psychs a week. I'm just saying, <laughs> let's, let's start brainstorms. Brainstorming. Brainstorming brains. See? <laughs> okay. All right, Chappelle, where can people keep up with everything you're doing? And on Twitter, at Chappelle's underscore show. What about you, Win? Okay, I'm at Rob Sesternino. Thank you so much for joining us here. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about season seven, episode three. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. 